You're listening to Company Inc. Company Inc. is an audio diary of two business owners living, working, and sleeping together. My name is Lisa Butler. I code websites on WordPress and teach others how to create their own coding magic. You can find me at lmb.com. And my name is Jesse Graglia. I do video and podcast editing for creative entrepreneurs. You can find me at cyber-serenity.com. Welcome to our very first podcast. Yay, first podcast. Yay, we're so excited. Awesome. So we thought for our first podcast, obviously, we want to introduce ourselves, tell you a little bit about what you can expect from our podcast, and um, give you a little background behind our story and why we're doing this. So, Jesse, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, As you heard in the intro, I am the owner of uh, Cyber Serenity which was a company originally created to do small business IT work around the Tulsa area. We are currently residing in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And um, I'm going to be refocusing that a little bit into uh, editing, video editing and podcast editing. And um, mostly focusing on podcasts, e-courses, screencasts, webinars, things like that and um he's already started doing work for me yes i have been editing videos for lisa for a little while now that's where it all started yeah that's where it came from and i'm sure there will be a uh, a link for some of the work that i've done attached to this somewhere so we'll put up show notes that'll work yeah perfect <laughs> Once we get the site launched, as of this recording, we're still working on that. So, so um, that's the short of it. Yeah, and cool. I'm doing. That's kind of that really hasn't taken on fully yet. I've mostly been contracting for your business, doing the videos, helping with websites, things like that. Um, I also have a friend in Kansas who might be giving me some remote work so yeah i'm the technical one what about you so i am a wordpress developer i started out uh actually designing websites for wordpress um actually if you want to go way back it started with my blog and um i did the lifestyle blogging thing for a while and kept redesigning my site until people were like hey Hey, you want to design my site? And I was like, sure. And before I know it, knew it, I had a business. Um, so I've been in business a little over four years now. April 1st is my full-time business anniversary. Uh, no joke there. <laughs> so that's right. Uh, yeah, it's been, um, it, it's kind of crazy to think that it's been four years since I said goodbye to my desk job and uh went off on my own so there's um yeah I you know things have changed over the last four years obviously I I stopped doing design work and um focused my work on development only and now Jesse is helping me out with um development work uh since I've got enough of it coming in and that's for sure definitely need the help and um and I'm also uh, teaching people how to code through my membership site, Creative Code Club, um, which is actually, it's at lmb.com slash join. Um, so we've been working on filming videos together. Um, 
I do like the screencast tutorials, just, you know, walking people through how to code different things in WordPress, um, different features of WordPress and things like that. And then Jesse goes through and edits all the videos for me and uh, takes out all of my ums and and crap. Well, I messed that up. Not all of them. <laughs> not all of them. Not all of them. <laughs> it's, it's not. They have been getting better though. It's not bad to have get used ums to here and there because I mean you kind of want to think like you're you know teaching in an actual classroom, which you know right. You're thinking on your feet. Natural, you're doing so. you're doing actual development work, which is a lot of trial and error. Yeah, and. It comes through, you know, you, you think on your feet, which Definitely. I think is, is very cool that it's it's portrayed like that through the videos. Some people might consider that unprofessional, like, oh, but, you know, like having everything set out in a row. You and know? showing mistakes, because I think that's been... Yeah, that's a big one, too. That really... And that came about because Jesse's been editing my videos, um, because when I did them myself, um, when I filmed my first e-course... I wanted to edit out everything and it took me like two and a half hours just to edit a silly little video and like it still wasn't any good. And then when Jesse started editing my videos, he made those mistakes flow into the lesson. So it was like I'm showing people like it's okay to make mistakes. That's part of the coding process. And like this is how you troubleshoot things. And so um, that's Yeah, I liked it. You know, one way that we've worked together that has made things better. So, yeah, I guess speaking of working together, maybe we should talk about how we met. Sure. <laughs> and we're going to tell the real story. We're not going to tell people that we met at a bar. Oh, my gosh. We like, I don't know why he always acts like it's this, like this big secret or something. Like It's not a secret. It's just like <laughs> that was a funny thing that I saw on somebody's profile when I was on there. By the way, it was OkCupid. So we'll get into that. Yeah. But it was on somebody's profile and they said, you know, we'll lie and say we met at a bar or something like that. Oh my gosh. That was like, like part of the profile and I was like, that's funny. What's the big these days people there, meet online you, oh yeah all the time now but there used to be a stigma attached to it where people were maybe a little ashamed or they didn't want to let people know yeah i met him online or wherever you know oh it was world of warcraft and we got married <laughs> <laughs> i'm here to tell you if my grandparents can't handle the truth Everybody else can. We're good. <laughs> yeah, it's a different day and age now. Anyway, there's so many people. They were like, you online met online? Dating. Have you actually met him in person? Yes, I've been dating him for a month. I've met him in person <laughs> several times at this point. We're good. <laughs> yeah, we're good. So yeah, we met online and it was... Um, I was the first person she met in person from the site. And she was my... I just have really good taste, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Word? Yeah. Uh-huh. And she was my fifth person. I never get that right. Because I never do the math in my head. I think you were the fifth person I met in person from the site. And I'll tell you what. You can figure out real quick who um, who's not going to make the crazy. cut. Yeah. Yep, you'll know. Not to scare you off of online dating, but... <laughs> there's, I mean, well, first of all, 
you'll figure out from their profile or just sending them a couple messages. You'll figure that out real quick. But if messages go well and then you meet and there's no chemistry, well, you'll figure that out real quick too. So, yeah. And I mean, our messages were crazy. Yeah, we were sending (laughs) short, short novels to each other. So we kind of knew we had a lot to talk about. We had a lot in common. And, uh, well, it's been working out so far. Yeah, I think so. So we dated for a little while and now we live together and work together. We moved in together about a month ago and I think we've been dating almost 10 months at this point. We're not anniversary people. So we kind of, we had to like go back and check in the calendar. Okay. What was that date? Like how long have we been officially dating? We don't even know. (laughs) Nine months. We moved in together in about nine months, I guess. Was it nine months? I thought it was eight months. I I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Well, we started dating in August of last year. We moved in together in April of this year. So you do the math. It was (laughs) the beginning of August we started dating and the end of April that you moved in. Yeah. So whatever. You guys do Okay. Yeah. That's probably about nine months. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, It's been going good so far. I'd say so. (laughs) I think so. The whole whole joining forces to make money, basically. Joining forces to provide. Get the kind of lifestyle we want. Yeah. Yep. Which is. You know, we have the same goals. And so now we are in a position to work better together to make those goals happen that's right instead of you know driving half an hour across town to see each other and then Mm -hmm. spending just all night like you know just hanging out now we can be like oh well we hang out for dinner and now we can go our separate ways and yeah you know we still see each other a lot more but then we can also accomplish other things and yeah, and since we see each other a lot more just regularly, nights don't have to be, like, it doesn't have to be a couple's night every night. Where before, when you were a half hour across town, if we were getting together, well, it's only, you know, polite to give your attention to the other person instead like, of, uh, say, working a little bit or... You just drove 30 minutes to see me, but I'm going to sit here on my laptop the entire time. Yeah. It's like, you drove over here, but I'm going to play Overwatch for the next three hours, so sorry about it. (laughs) You know, that's just not fair. That's that's rather rude. So, but now that we see each other regularly and, you know, nights don't have to be together time all the time, which works for us. Some people require more attention than other people. But it seems to work well for us. And we do have nights out. We will go out to dinner. We will go to a movie. We will watch Netflix or Hulu or a mm-hmm. show together. Stuff like that. But it doesn't have to be every day. Yeah. Um. What also helps is that we... Um, Lisa moved in with me. It's my house. And it's a three-bedroom house that I had all to myself and my dog. We'll talk about them in a little bit. They're crazy. Um, there's two now. Because <laughs> Lisa had one. And... uh So with the two bedrooms, the two spare bedrooms, they were not being used at all. I had spare equipment in one of them. I had my little electronic drum set in there. 
Um, the other one was literally storage with boxes and all kinds of crap. Now it's my office and, and it's purple. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's pretty purple. That's where we're uh, recording this right now. Yeah, it's I don't think purple that he ever expected it to be purple. In Never here. in my wildest <laughs> dreams did I expect this room to have purple walls. And it's not like crazy purple. It's a decent purple. Like you guys are probably thinking like Willy Wonka purple. It's not. No, no, no. It's, it's more like not. a mauve It's like a gray. Slate. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. And then my office is right next door. Um, And it's got a vaulted ceiling and a fan and a nice tall window, which I cover up because I can't stand the sunlight. And uh, all He's my a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. I just might be. i don't like the sun um so all my equipment's in there now my pc is in there with my two screens and my headphones point of my editing stuff (laughs) he's a pc guy i'm a mac girl oh yeah big time big time fights over not really (laughs) we don't fight over that we just kind (laughs) of poke each other about it every now and then so yeah that's and that setup has worked really well because we have our own spaces to go to whenever we want and it's kind of like it's our space we mm-hmm. get our alone time our me time which i think is going to be a subject of a whole podcast later on yeah um and it just works out well you're not up each other's butt all the time because as everybody knows you spend enough time with a person you can grow sick of them very quick. So having the two separate spaces really lets you be your own person while still living with that person. You yeah. know, the living room and the kitchen and the bedroom, of course, are all shared spaces. And it's not like it's, you know, boys only in my office. Oh, do you know the password? I'm throwing water balloons at you when you come <laughs> to my door. It's not like that. Although I'm going to start watching out for water balloons now. No, I'm going to go buy some. No! <laughs> so it's not like that, obviously. I mean, we're recording in Lisa's office right now. It's not a restricted space. It's just your own space. You know, so if Lisa wants to work during the night, which, you know, a lot of times her prime time is after dinner. She gets a lot of work done after dinner. So I get time to myself. I can play PS4. It's one of my favorite things to do. I can watch YouTube. Another one of my favorite things to do. You know, and it's great. I like it. I like being able to do that. Yeah. And for me, I came from a studio apartment where my desk was in my living room and my living room and bedroom were basically the same area. I mean, there was like a built in divider between the two, but it was an open space. There was no wall separating my bedroom area from my living area from my desk. So it was just all one big space. And so, like, having a separate office has really made a huge difference for me and my work because I can come in, focus immediately when I sit down because this is, like, this is my workspace. And then when I'm tired of working, when I just, like, last night, I just couldn't take it anymore. I was like, I'm working too much. Like, I'm making all these crazy mistakes that I shouldn't be making. Um I just got up, shut the door, and went to another room, and, like, I could separate myself from my work where I didn't have that opportunity before, so that's Mm -hmm, been something mm -hmm. that's been really nice for me to have. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
So I've already talked a little bit about my business history and where I'm at in my business. Uh, Jesse, why don't you tell us, you know, kind of where you're at on your business journey and why you decided to start a business? Okay. I am uh, a fairly new business owner. I created Cyber Cernity at the end of last year after um, kind of realizing I didn't really like being part of corporate America anymore. And, you know, one of the things of making your business is people will ask you, like Lisa was asking me, why? Why do you want to have your own business? And my answer was because I wanted to make the rules. I wanted to be the one who was the boss. I didn't want to have to answer to these upper management people that were like dictating how things were going to go. And, um, this was very obvious that in my previous job, um, upper management was making terrible, terrible decisions and Dobby's on the podcast. <laughs> we will... She's currently staring at us like, please play, the... please oh, play ball with me. Oh, she wants it to be playtime right now play while me. we're recording. That's great. She she does this. This is her her thing. If I'm on the call with a client, uh, anytime that I needed to be quiet, if I'm filming a video, and now I guess when we're recording podcasts, Dobby's yep. like, perfect. it's playtime, and she will it's be playtime. completely comatose. Any other time that I'm working, she'll be curled up in her kennel like, I don't know, like a drunk dog hanging out, her (laughs) head hanging out, like completely knocked out. And as soon as I, you know, pick up the phone, get on Skype, whatever, she's like, playtime? It's got to be, it's got to be the sound of the human voice that gets her going. Anyway, so they're both crazy. Tangent. There's two dogs here. I have a... Uh, rescue dog. She is a. They're both uh, rescue dogs. Pembroke Welsh Corgi, and uh, they're both rescue dogs. That's right. Her my dog's name is Rogue from the X Men. Rogie Dogie. We're nerds up in here. Mine's Dobby from Harry Potter. So you know, but she's a girl. So they're both girls. You know, a lot of confusion there. Yeah, a lot of confusion. <laughs> Like is, girl is named he a boy? Dobby. No, she's no. a girl. Sorry. Um, I just had the name Dobby picked out, and I was gonna name my dog Dobby no matter what. <laughs> so yeah, so we had to mention that because they were. You might hear them from time to time in the background because my dog Rogue she likes to bark, and she's a very barky corgi. Um, so she might just show up in the background. Dobby was just in here playing with the ball. Not sure if you heard her collar or not, but, you know, just putting it out there. It'll happen. (laughs) They'll be on here from time to time. Dobby's a Westy Jack Russell mix, so they say, but, I mean, she's just some kind of mutt. Yeah, she's some kind of mutt. And she's very playful, and she likes to be chased, and so she'll go and grab a toy and want us to chase her, and then Rogue will just be barking after her and so Dobby makes appearances on my Instagram which is instagram.com slash LMB with an underscore after because somebody took my name so um yeah she makes appearances there I don't know if I've posted one with Rogue too um, but 
I'm sure at know. some point I will. So yeah. <laughs> my Instagram ever, uh... is not very active except for when there's dog photos. <laughs> nice. If we ever do a video podcast, they probably will show up there too, for sure. Probably. That might be fun. We'll see. <laughs> so anyway, getting back to what I was talking about. Um, the company I used to work for, not even going to name their name. They're not worth it. Uh, upper management were making the absolute worst decisions they possibly could. And I couldn't stand it. I was very vocal about it. In fact, I'm surprised I never got reprimanded about that because I was at the end there. I was almost to the point of being just straight disrespectful and unprofessional because I could not stand how they were running the business. And just to drive my point home that I was right in the end, (laughs) they are now completely out of business. And now you work for yourself. And now I work for myself and I get to make those decisions. So mm-hmm. it's, I very much can make all the, the, uh, executive choices, which is how I prefer it. <laughs> and I get to make my hours, you know, I get to do a lot of what I want to do. You know, I, as I was growing older, I kept thinking to myself that all this driving to work and spending all this time at this place was just getting to be too much. Oh, man. If I had to go back to a commute. Terrible, right? Oh, I couldn't They're handle the worst. it. I could not handle it. They are the worst. So, I mean, that's like all that time just felt wasted to me. Yeah. And I felt the same way. And that job, they were, you know, they were giving me more hours. They started to pull me in on Saturdays. Not every Saturday and not even for a full day, but every time I did have to go in on a Saturday, it was for four hours and I missed out on a Saturday morning completely. So I was losing more and more time to this company that, you know, I I really didn't see going anywhere. In fact, they were going downhill and, um, you know, you see those web comics online and there used to be comics in the, in the, um, newspapers about the cubicle life, you know, all these people just miserable sitting in their cubicle, wasting that, wasting away in, at their job and in traffic, trying to come home and they come home, they have three hours to themselves and maybe they have kids and a wife and the kid wants to do this and this was crazy stuff and, you know, and they just, there's no, they can't do the things that they want to do. Right. There's no life in their life. You know, there's, it wasn't lively. It was boring and monotonous and, you know, but they had to do it that way because, well, you make the money to support your family. You know, not that I didn't want to make money. That's why I started a business, needed to find a way to make money, but not do it the traditional way do it on your own terms yep do it on my own terms yeah i can definitely say you know i i work way harder and way more than i ever did at my desk job but it's also a lot more rewarding it's you know i i know that at the end of the day i'm doing the things that i want to do um and even even the hard days which there are plenty i mean it's not all you know like 
sunshine and roses you know it's no there's it's hard times and there's uh i mean you worry about paying your bills you get overwhelmed because there's way too much on your plate and i mean there's a lot to deal with there's a lot of stress that goes into running your own business but in the end you have full control over your life and what you're doing and it's a great feeling yeah and if you don't like something you have the power to change it so yeah i definitely felt a lot of the same things when i wanted to start a business i think for me um because i'll i guess i'll talk about why i started my business go for it (laughs) um yeah for me i i was feeling a lot of the same things that jesse was feeling i was frustrated with the work that I was doing and feeling like it wasn't really getting anywhere. And I wasn't excited um, about a lot. I mean, there, there were moments I, um, you know, there were moments that I did really enjoy what I did, but overall it just like the longer that I worked at a desk job, the longer I, or the more I felt Like, is this really it? Is this all I'm going to be doing? And I knew, like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. Like, this isn't for me. And, you know, I, um, I started out working for a nonprofit in the, as a graphic designer. And, um, you know, I really liked it in the beginning and I was all fired up about it. I was, you know, creating more more opportunities for myself I would step up and say hey I can do this I can do that here's here are ways that I think we can do things better and the longer I was there it was like you know I had I had a lot of great experiences there I think that you know a lot of the things that I did there shaped you know how I work but ultimately it just you know, I was feeling like I wasn't really getting anywhere. And so when I switched jobs, um, I started working at a print shop as a graphic designer. And, um, you know, again, it was that cycle of, you know, I was really excited about it at first. And then, you know, the enthusiasm fades. And, you know, I think for me, if I had found the, the right desk job, I could have been very happy. But, it just, you know, over time, things came up with, you know, um, with the business and with the work that I was doing. And it just, you get to a point that you're like, do I really want to keep doing this? And I just had to wonder, like, am I just going to keep switching jobs and not being happy? You know, being happy at first and then... You know, something, you know, I, something's wrong. And so, you know, at that time, I had started blogging and um, pursuing my own creative interests. And, like, my blog was really kind of my personal playground. Um, I always, like, joked around that it was my design playground. And I would, like, you know, play with graphics on it and, like, share inspiration from all areas of my life. And it really became a place that, like, if I wanted to do something in my life, I started with my blog. And so, like, if I wanted to figure out my personal style, 
I posted inspiration on my blog. If I wanted to do something about the bookshelf in my apartment, like I looked for inspiration and posted it on my blog and figured out, you know, planned out the project and and that sort of thing. And so eventually it became how I, it became the inspiration for my work. So I, you know, started doing work for other people, redesigning their blogs. Um, and I would show on my own site, you know, this is what I'm doing. These are the skills that I have because I would redesign my blog like every three months. It was crazy. Um, but I would add different functionality, new features and stuff. And people would be like, oh, that's really cool. I want that for my site. And so it showed people like this is what I can do. And so that's what I always tell people, you know, if you want to start a business, like it, show people what you can do. First of all, mm-hmm. you know, just put it out there on your website and it you your website is the place that like you show the kind of work that you want to do. And so I just kept doing that. I kept posting the p- kind of projects I wanted to keep doing. If I really enjoyed a project, it went in my portfolio. If I didn't enjoy a project, it didn't go in my portfolio. Um, and that kind of is how I used my website to shape my career and what I was doing um, until eventually like I got to the point where I was doing more coding work than design and I was really able to um, focus on that and you know continue with partnerships that I had developed over the years and get most of my work through that so um, yeah I mean it's been a process and but I don't regret it. And I think if I I could not have imagined that this is where I would be today yeah. when I started. Oh, sure. I think you just kind of like you have to keep taking one step at a time. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of um, I, I think that you see there's a lot of noise on the Internet and you see what people are doing, but you don't necessarily see what part of their journey they're on. And so you don't really know, like you can't compare what I'm doing in my business to what Jesse's doing in his business. Like we can't compare each other's businesses because he's just starting out and I've been at it for four years. Yeah, exactly. So there's just no way to know what people have gone through, what experiences they've had that have led to the successes that they have in their business and things like that. So Yeah, that's very true. Like I actually got out of that previous job I was talking about with the the one company that went under. I got out of there before that happened. I wasn't forced out because they went they bankrupt. I was looking for another job and I did get one. And it was during my short stay at that job, by the way, which was a fantastic company. Everybody there was great. I have nothing against them. Um, it was during that short stay that I figured out within a couple months of me being there, I was like, you know what? I don't, I'm not really keen on this idea of the not regular nine to five. Yeah. And you just so, weren't happy. Yeah. Doing no, what I you wasn't. Were doing. Yeah. You could tell. And that's, I mean, that's what you spend so much of your time doing. Mm-hmm. Like you've got to be happy doing what you're doing. Yep. Somebody at a previous job of mine back in New Jersey. Oh, by the way, I'm originally from New Jersey, uh, somebody at a previous job of mine was like, um, uh, 
it was a manager and she told me we're going to be almost like family. She told me this when I started the job, she's like, we're almost going to be like family. You're going to see us more than you see your own family. So, you know, we have to try our best to be professional and get along and all that other stuff. And it's, I mean, it's not totally true, but you spend a lot of time with those people. It's like a second life almost. And, um, yeah, wasn't really too keen on that's second life. You know, while I do miss the awesome people that I worked with both at the new job and the old job here in Tulsa, um, I do miss that social side. The benefits otherwise of owning your own business uh, outweighed that for me, the social side of it. And I think so. you can make your own social opportunities. Oh, absolutely. As a yeah, business if, owner. If, I mean, there, yeah, there are so really many events that you can go to. Oh, yeah. And- yep. You just got to do some research and find events in your area and... I can almost guarantee that if you're in somewhat of a large city, there's going to be entrepreneur meetings and get togethers and stuff like that. You just got to look for them. Yeah. And even if you don't have those opportunities in your town, because I mean, I'll be honest, I haven't really taken advantage of the entrepreneur community here in Tulsa. Yeah. Um, you know, I haven't really gone to a lot of networking events here and yet I've still made connections in other places um, by going to conferences and things like that, you know, when I've had the opportunity, um, like any time that I've been offered a free ticket to anything, I've been like, yes, I will figure out the travel arrangements, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go, I'm going to make this work because it's where I knew I, that it would be worth my time to get that social connection, just get out of the office and, um, you know, you come back feeling refreshed because you've been around people who are like you and doing the same things and having the same struggles. And so you can talk to people who really get it. And that in-person connection that you get is so much better. You know, connecting online is great. Don't get me wrong. I, I have a lot of friends online that I keep in touch with all the time. Um, and in fact, I, I have some really close friends that we were online friends first and we didn't meet in person for at least a year. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's just as important too, but when you have that in-person connection, it, it's makes the relationship more special and you can carry it back into the online sphere where you're, you know, keeping up with each other and, um, just having that face-to-face communication and even if you can hop on Skype with somebody that makes a huge difference oh yeah huge difference so mm-hmm. I agree can, you can definitely still have that social connection it, and I I agree with Jesse I miss it too sometimes I miss that um you know there's just some days where you're like, I don't want to make a decision today. I don't want this to be on my shoulders. <laughs> and you just want somebody to bounce ideas off of. So I think that's one of the nice things about us living together and working together is that we do have each other to say, this is what I'm struggling with. This is what's going on. Like, I need some perspective. Oh, yeah. Um, help me out over here. So that's been really helpful. I know for me just to... Be able to kind of get those things out and 
have another brain working on a solution with me. Mm-hmm. Two heads are always better than one. Definitely. So we've, we've kind of introduced ourselves. We talked a bit about our business. Um, you mentioned that you're originally from New Jersey, so That's maybe right. we should go a little more into the personal stuff. Sure. So, um, I'll start. I'm from New Jersey. I was born and raised there for um 12 years, and I've been back and forth since. So, uh, I did. My stepfather got a huge promotion. Um, with a company, you guys might have heard of them. They were called WorldCom. There was a huge scandal and whole bunch of junk that went along with that company. Um, but while they were in business, they were doing very well for themselves and they offered my stepdad a nice big promotion and, um, new, yeah, new, probably, can't talk (laughs) new position new salary all this great stuff but the headquarters was in tulsa oklahoma one of their headquarters and uh so they my parents had to debate whether they were going to take me out of new jersey and they would leave new jersey and come here and in fact my mother made my stepdad promise that they would only stay here for three years before they went back to new york basically well, that didn't quite work out so much because <laughs> they're still here to this day. And that was that was 1992 or 93 that they came down. So, yeah, they're still here. I did four years of high school here in Tulsa. I did a couple years of college at Oklahoma State. Um, I did not finish. Full disclosure. Whatever. She's going to scratch. Let her scratch. (laughs) Just let her scratch. It's fine. (laughs) Doggies, whatever. She can be on the podcast. It's cool. Um, Rogue over here is determined to be on the podcast. Oh, she's making all kinds of noise. Probably can't even hear it, but. um, So, yeah, a couple years at Oklahoma State. Didn't finish. I was going for computer engineering. And because I've always been a technical guy. Ever since I got my first computer in 94 first home PC, I was hooked. So I went to college for computer engineering, did a couple years, didn't finish. Went back to New Jersey after that, which was, I think, 2000, the summer of 2000. And I spent nine years back in New Jersey living with my dad and my stepmom. And uh, they were great. They didn't make me pay rent. I paid my other bills, like my car and cell phone and stuff like that, when cell phones finally became popular. Um, but that allowed... Dating yourself. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that allowed me to save a lot of money, and they were really cool about it. And um, then a whole lot of stuff went wrong, life-wise, there. I won't go into the nitty-gritty details, but just a whole lot of stuff went wrong. And thought about it. And thought maybe it was time to shake things up yet again. So I came back with all the money that I'd saved up because I had did nothing but work in New Jersey. Um, Did a whole bunch of jobs out there. All of them were dead end. But, you know, I didn't really care. You know, one of them was with my best friend, Tim. He actually got me the job. And we worked together for something like four years. We were also in a band together for seven years. That was a lot of fun. 
Uh, rock star over there. <laughs> oh yeah, we were super rock stars, touring all touring all over uh, northern New Jersey there. So, but all that that whole chapter of my life came to a close in like the span of two months. Like any anything and everything that I had going for me ended in a two month span, and it was like whoa, it was like a wake up call. Like something needs to change, something big. So I came back to Tulsa, lived with my mom for a little bit, got a job here. That was the job for that crazy company I talked about earlier and uh, was able to take all that money I made up there and slapped it down on a house and bought a house. And I'm able to keep up with my mortgage and bills. Well, I was with the job I had. So I was living the life. Still am, really. (laughs) So that's how I got here. How did you get to Tulsa? So I'm originally from Longview, Texas, which is where Matthew McConaughey is from. All right, all right, all right. He thinks he can do that well, but no. All right, all right, all right. I guess. I don't know. I (laughs) guess. That wasn't that good either. I guess. Sometimes I can really hit it. Sometimes, yeah. (laughs) You got to be in that that mindset. Maybe I need a glass of wine or two. Mm, that might be it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, so I born and raised in Longview, Texas. I graduated high school there. Went to college in Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, and I was not going to stay there when I went to college. That was my big hangup. Um, I really liked Centenary. Um, plus I got a full ride scholarship. So it was like, you know, I, I, I was a smart kid. I was like, I don't want to graduate with all of these loans. Like this is not an opportunity that I can turn down. Um, and so, I mean, even with that, I, I still, I, I liked the school and I knew that I would enjoy being there. Um, I just hated Shreveport and I knew that going in and I was like okay I'll do my four years at college and I'm gonna leave Shreveport yeah that didn't happen (laughs) I graduated from college got a job where I had an internship during college so I stayed in Shreveport um stayed in that job for three years uh switched jobs and stayed in that one for another year so I ended up living in Shreveport for eight years total um And at the end, my roommate at the time was getting married. And so our lease was ending. And I had to ask myself, like, I mean, my business was starting to pick up. And I just, it was like, do I really want to pay double to to continue living in a city that I don't love? Um, And I was dead set on moving to Chicago. I love Chicago. Always wanted to live there. I was dead set on it and I was like um you know I can either you my aunt my aunt was like you can come stay with me for a while and see how your business works out and so I kind of was faced with this decision okay do I try to get a job in Chicago and move there where I've always wanted to live but I know that I like Tulsa I know that I would like living there should I go there and give my business a try and then maybe move to Chicago later. Um, and so I ended up moving to Tulsa. I was like six months. I'm moving to, sh- I'm moving to Chicago. This is going to happen. And I got here and I was like, this place isn't so bad. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I knew that I would be able to travel more if I lived here. I would be able to afford to travel more. I would be able to afford an apartment on my own. Um, a Cost much, of living in Tulsa yeah, is really low. Much bigger apartment than I could have afforded in uh, Chicago. So I just, I ended up staying and I really like it here. And um, I do want to point out one thing. The fact that, you know, I had, I had my aunt. I could live with rent-free while I was starting my business. And I think that that's something that people kind of glaze over when it comes to starting a business is that it is financially difficult. Mm. It is very hard. And there are decisions to be made. And I think that, you know, I think people who are still stuck in desk jobs might be sitting there wondering, like, my gosh, when am I ever going to get to leave? Like, I can't leave. I have bills to pay. And that's totally okay. Like, you just have to keep trucking along. Like, work on your business in your free time when you can. Do what you can, but don't beat yourself up about it because, like, you don't know what opportunities other people have had. And I know I kind of said this earlier, so it kind of goes along with that. But basically, like, my business... I would not have been able to start my business full time when I did if I hadn't had a family member to go live with for a little while rent free and, you know, have that huge portion of my bills that I didn't have to worry about. So I could build up my business and, you know, not have to get into debt to do it and not have to worry about when I was going to pay my bills, which meant that I didn't you know, take on any work in desperation or anything like that. So, I mean, I think that that's a huge point that I always want to make to people when I tell my business story is that, yeah, like that's part of it. Um, there was an element of luck and, you know, having, having that support that not everybody has and it's okay if you don't, but don't feel bad that you're not there yet. Um, just because you see other people who are because you don't know what kind of help that they've gotten. So, um, yeah, that kind of got back into business. But basically, yeah, that's um, how I ended up here. And then I just stuck around and really liked it. Lived downtown for a mm, couple years, two and a half years. Um, across from baseball field, actually. I kind of miss nice. the, the weekend fireworks. But other than that... <laughs> Um, it's pretty nice living in a house now with a backyard and my own office. <laughs> yeah. Can't complain I'll too much, it. right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Good Dobby stuff. definitely likes the backyard. Oh, for sure. And I really enjoy not having to get up out of bed in the morning and take her downstairs <laughs> to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't miss about that, that at all. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to worry about that anymore. No, don't have to worry about that. Yeah. So doggy doors are for. Exactly. Super convenient. They're great. (laughs) All right. So we got about 15 minutes left, probably. We haven't talked about why we're podcasting. Yeah. And what to expect. And what to expect. So the biggest reason that we started this podcast, it was Lisa's idea. I'll give her all the credit. But she. Back to what I was talking about earlier with the show, the work that you want to have. Well, that wasn't really the idea. I mean, it's part of it, 
But yeah. your your original idea was that we you thought that our specific situation could be um, interesting or helpful or educational to other people in similar situations. Yeah, definitely. That we could use this podcast as a audio diary, as the intro says, for people in a similar situation to talk about what we're going through. And- yeah, we're just going to talk about what we're going through and how we deal with different situations and things like that. Now, the secondary reason is to also um, show my editing ability. Yeah, show, that's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Showing your work and... Showing your work. So this is actually part of my work. I will be editing this podcast. It is going to be a project of mine. So what you hear is going to be the final product of my, you know, me, me giving the uh, the podcast a little TLC and hoping it comes out really great. So I'm kind of a stickler. I'm an audiophile. I like things to be very high quality. Fun fact, this is actually our second recording. Yes, that's right. This is (laughs) this is the second recording of the intro episode because I was not happy with how the first one came out. Now, we changed a couple things and I think it sounds really great now, even better. But we had some technical difficulties actually with the first one. The last seven minutes of the last podcast went completely haywire for reasons unknown. The aliens descended. Yeah, it really did sound like <laughs> extraterrestrial crap was going on there. Um, maybe it's ghosts. Maybe the house is haunted. This house is not haunted. <laughs> I'm telling you, if it was haunted, I would have known by now. They've had plenty of chances to make themselves known. Um, That's actually one of the questions I got on my phone. Oh, uh-oh. I have, uh-oh, he's got questions. I have, I have fun first date questions. Yay! Oh, yay. Anyway. We'll get so, into that later. Yeah, so this podcast is me showing you guys my work. So, and like I said, I'm a, I'm, I'm probably more rough on myself than anybody else's. Like Lisa heard the last recording, the first podcast we did, the first intro one, and she was like, no, it sounds okay. Nobody will notice. And I just couldn't get it out of my head. It bothered me. It bothered me that it wasn't like the way I wanted it to be. And then she reminded me, well, it is your project. This is what people are going to be hearing, you know, with your your work. Yeah, it's an example of your work. So if you're not pleased with it, then we should probably redo it. And I was like, yes, please. Yes, please. (laughs) Let's redo it. Let's change a whole bunch of stuff. And, you know, we'll we'll try a different way. And we uh, we did a test earlier and it sounded really, really good. Well, I think it also helped us get some of the nerves out and the, oh my gosh, what are we going to talk about? Which... Oh, yeah, for sure. And mind you, that first intro did go very well um, after a little bit, but for the first five to ten minutes, it was kind of awkward. And I'm sure this one had its couple of little awkward parts, too, but that's okay. Uh, so, it yeah. Happens. that's those are Those are the reasons why we are podcasting. We're hoping you guys get something out of it. Um by listening to our experiences and what we're going through and you know maybe I'm, you can offer us advice too offer us advice absolutely we'll take it or if you guys have questions i'm sure you know lisa has an active twitter account you can tweet her or it's at lmb 
Yes. E-L-E-M-B-E-E. Yep. And you want to give the secret behind the name of your company? Oh, it's my initials spelled out. Get it? L-M-B. Yay. Yay. I'm so clever. So, yeah, that's why we're doing it. And we have a bunch of ideas coming up for future podcasts. We'll be kind of drilling down on certain aspects of the whole situation and really getting in depth and talking about them. But for now... We just want to say hello and get to know each other. Yeah, we are just kind of giving you some background on who we are, what we do, where we came from. Um... You know, you may be thinking, oh, you're from New Jersey. You don't have an accent. (laughs) I I do. Tell us how you um, say that that state in the east, the southeast with the beaches. The peninsula state? Yeah. Florida. No. Florida. 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 (laughs) You're so ridiculous when you say it. Well, because I can't say it like that. It's Florida. 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 Florida oranges. Florida oranges. No. I know. We might have to do an accent test one time. You know, like the where they an accent test. You haven't seen those? They're like uh people film videos or just audio files of like with there's there's a set of questions. I'll have to look them up and we'll do them one time. And it's how you say things. Ooh, cool. Yeah. We can do that for one of the totally. one of the podcasts. That'll be fun. So yeah, I haven't. It's my accent's faded since I've been here, um, and you. I have to say the right word. Usually, it's the. Usually, it's the uh, words like talk or ball. I get that awe sound that a lot of people think is funny. Oh, a good one is bought. I went to the store and I bought some food. Oh, and he likes to make fun of me when I say put up, like I'm putting this up. He's like, oh, yeah, put away. Okay, so the terminology for certain things in different parts of the United States are weird. Okay, because you're not. It's not native to where I'm from in New Jersey. So when I first got here and I started high school, I was in class and it was at the end of the hour, the end of the period. And the teacher said, "Okay, put your books up. And I looked around and I said, up where? And I probably got a couple of weird looks. And then I just noticed all the kids were putting their books in their backpacks. And I quickly figured out that putting something up means to put it away. Where did this phrase put up? If you tell me to put something up, I'm going to look up for a shelf. Like when you say up, put up, that means like put something above me. Like, I don't get where that came from. It doesn't make any sense. So now I get crap every time I say put up because I'm I have to correct her and I say, you mean put away? Yeah, I know. No, it's not a correction. Because there's not a correct way to do it. (laughs) I think it's weird. Anyway, so basically, basically what we want to do with this podcast is share our stories and kind of give you a behind the scenes look of what we're going through in each of our businesses. We, you know, with our different perspectives, Jesse being new to business, me being in business for four years and just, you know, talk about topics of 
working, living, and sleeping together, <laughs> as our tagline says. So. Yay! Hooray! All that fun stuff. <laughs> Yay. So I think we're ready for the fun questions. We fun thought, questions. We thought we'd end with uh, first date questions or just date date questions um, in every episode so you can get to know us a little better and maybe, you know, ask your significant other these questions or, you know, if you're if you're looking for a first date, if anybody's listening to this who doesn't have someone, then here you go. Here's some topics of conversation. Okay, so I got the boring, traditional first date questions. Okay. Or, I thought you said you had fun ones. Or I also have a list of crazy fun ones. What do you want? Well, crazy fun ones, duh. All right, all right, all right. Where are they? Here they go. Okay. Question number one. Okay. Some of these are normal. Like, who inspires you? Who do you aspire to be like? Boo. Let's do it. Let's pick three. Let's pick three. Okay. We're not doing that one. What was the last book you read without skipping through anything? Who? Wait, wait a minute. What kind of question is that? Who reads a book and skips stuff? Yeah, that's weird. I like, would never if you were that. to pick up, like, a Game of Thrones book... Or, I'm sorry, Song of Ice and Fire book. And what, are you going to read the first chapter and read the last chapter? No, you're going to read the whole friggin' book. And it's going to take you forever. Well, yeah. But, I mean, who read Harry Potter and skipped things? I don't know. I don't know. That's Strange a weird question. People. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Here you go. Bam. What is the weirdest scar you have and how did you get it? That is a weird question. I told you they are crazy. Um, I really don't have that many scars. The only what? No, I know, I know. This probably blows your mind because I'm like, I what? What is it? Spatial awareness. Jesse's always like, you have hello no spatial, spatial awareness. awareness because I'm always running into things. Always, always. Yep. I like have bruises. How do you not have scars in random places because I run into things all the time? But I don't really have scars. Um, but the one scar that I do have is it's actually above my hairline now um, because it, it was below my hairline when I was in second grade. But so short little me, I used to have to make my own lunch and I would go uh, I would go to school and all my friends would have lunches that their parents lovingly made for them. And I had to make my own lunch. <laughs> I'm very bitter. Actually, no, I'm not bitter. I learned to fend for myself. It was cool. So anyway, the plastic silverware was on the second shelf of the cabinet. I was too short to reach it. So I just always climbed on the counter to reach stuff on the second shelf. Well, that particular morning, the cabinet door was open just enough that when I jumped up, I whacked my head on the corner of the cabinet door (laughs) and it was gushing blood and it was awful. And yeah, so I had to get stitches and that's really the only scar that I have. Wow. I know. I'm impressed. Yeah. I figured you would have lost a limb by now by just how you flail around the world. Thanks. (laughs) I appreciate your confidence in me. So tell us about your weirdest scar. Okay. On my back, on the left side... Of my back, middle, um, there is a scar like, 
mm, two inches long. Maybe it's an inch. I, I don't. He's holding out his fingers, and I really thought he was going to be like, it's, it's this, this long. No, I know. And then I, I know nobody like, can see me. Yeah. <laughs> I realized as I was doing it, I was like, oh, they can't see this. Um, <laughs> he figured it out, folks. It's. It's a weird scar because I was playing basketball. I was really young. I was a teenager, 14 maybe. And I was playing basketball at a friend's house in the neighborhood. This was here in Tulsa. And right behind the goal was a tree. Now, mind you, here in Tulsa, some of the subdivisions, the houses are so close, you can stick your arms out and touch one house and the other house. That's how little room there is between houses in some of the subdivisions. And it wasn't that bad in this one, but the houses were pretty close. So there were, you know, trees and stuff that would be in front yards, you know, that would go all the way up the road. Well, somebody put a basketball goal up in their driveway on one of the edges. And right behind that happened to be like this little short tree. It wasn't a big tree. It was a little tree. Well, a little tree had branches, obviously. It's a tree. And, uh, we were playing basketball and, you know, I was like super into it. I was super pumped playing basketball and I got this running jump and I, I went up to make a layup and I hit the ground wrong and I kind of stumbled over my own feet and I went like full speed backwards into this tree and one of the branches broke and caught me in the back. Ouch. It didn't like pierce my skin like stab me but it sure did scrape the hell out of it and it was bad enough that it less left this sizable scar back there that i really have never seen because well i can't exactly look at my back without a mirror <laughs> but i'm reminded every so often when you know i have my shirt off for whatever reason and people go what's that what's on your back and i'm like oh yeah that's my scar that's my really weird scar um, the only other scar I have, I have a couple others. I have this weird one on my wrist right here and it looks like, it looks like a slash, but it was actually, I was working at a roller rink when I was 16 and I was putting down one of the tables. I was cleaning the rug by where the people eat. So you have to lift up the tables. Like they were like the big metal tables with the benches built onto them. Well, you lift them up, you set them on their side, and you can vacuum underneath easier. Well, I was putting it down, and one of the metal bits underneath caught me right in my wrist. And little teenage me didn't clean it properly, so it got infected. Good job. So there was like a hole in my wrist. It was like all green and stuff. And so I was like, huh. It didn't even hurt. Fun fact about me, I do not like medical stuff. Oh, yeah, this is probably grossing her out. I'm like, oh. So I looked at that, and I, like, literally, there was a hole in my wrist. Like, I could look through the skin. Needles are my enemy. And it wasn't bleeding or anything like that. It didn't even hurt, but I was like, hmm, I should probably do something about that. So I cleaned it with hydrogen peroxide, and I put a Band-Aid over it. But now there's a scar there where the skin joined back together. There's a scar right there. That's why it looks like a slash instead of like a big scar because the skin just joined back together and it oh. made a little thing there. The only other one that's kind of crazy. Is I don't want to have... talk about scars anymore. Okay, we're done. <laughs> no more scars. Okay, next question. Uh, let me get my phone like up here. Puncture wounds, needles. This is just not my thing. <laughs> D- 
Do you believe in ghosts? Do I believe in ghosts? We'll extend that. Do you believe in aliens too? Oh, that's a that's an interesting question. I I will say this. I want to believe. I want to believe. That's a good answer. Because I do say, I I will say that I think that our galaxy is way too big for us to be the only ones. Oh, here. you'd uh, you'd be yeah. This this may this may poke some people in a sensitive spot, but you'd have to be pretty foolish to think that we are alone in this galaxy in the it's universe. It's just so big. It, exactly, it's just so big. NASA actually just released another um, deep image photo from the Hubble, and just the amount of galaxies that are out there that are full of their own stars and planets around them there's no possible way i'm not sure that i want to meet any of these aliens though because what if what if they are not friendly oh that would be a problem what are they more what if they're more advanced than us (laughs) oh we'd be wiped out in a second yeah we don't have the doctor to come in and help us oh maybe he's out there maybe he is you never Maybe, know. Yeah, you never know. So I want to believe. I do believe there's... I basically believe that there's other life out there. I don't think we'll... In our lifetime, I don't think we'll ever be able to contact them or they contact us. Um, But Ghost is kind of different. Ghost is like, I want to believe. But in my my scientific mind, I just know that they're not a thing, you know? So it's kind of like, oh, man, I, I want there to be ghosts. Like, there's life after death, kind of. Like, there's that purgatory where you're still on Earth, but your body's in the ground. And you can just kind of go around and watch people hmm. and stuff like that. I, I really don't think that's what happens. I think it's pretty much what Jon Snow said. There's nothing. <laughs> just blackness. Oh, gosh. Was that two? Yes. Number three. Number three. This will be the final one for this podcast. But don't worry. We'll answer more in the next episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll keep going as long as we and find it entertaining. <laughs> you, you have to tell us. If you use any of these questions on a date, you have to let us know how it oh, goes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we want to know. This one's a great one for you. Maybe we'll publish them. Ooh, we have to remember these. We'll publish them in the show notes. Okay. Yeah. Can do. Which would be harder for you to give up? And I'm going to alter this. Oh, no. It says coffee or alcohol, but for you, I'm going to say caffeine or alcohol. Coffee's basically liquid caffeine, so. Hmm. Which would be harder for you to give up? Actually, I think I know that answer. I've given up caffeine before. Oh, dude, that was, I thought it was going to be harder. I've given up for alcohol you. before, too, though. I mean, it's not. Honestly, I don't... I mean, right now, right now, I would say caffeine. Yeah. At this moment, I would say caffeine. um, That makes sense. Because I'm addicted to caffeine, (laughs) and I... My allergies are really bad right now, so I take two Benadryl, so I need the caffeine to counteract that. Ah, yeah, so you don't pass out. There's too much going on right now, but once things kind of slow down... Um, my plan is to get off the caffeine because I definitely like feel better when I'm 
off caffeine. I was off of it for like two years and it was great. Like I, I don't know. It just evened everything out for me. I, I always slept really well at night. I always had plenty of energy during the day, but you have to get past that first like two to three week period of getting off the caffeine and you're just like exhausted. Like mm. I have, I, I have such a hard time focusing and I'm just so tired um, so I have to kind of plan it around when I can, when I don't need to be doing a lot of work. True. So later in the summer when things slow down, hopefully I'll be able to give up caffeine then. Cool. And then it'll be an easy choice. Yeah, that'll be a very <laughs> easy choice. But I, I kind of go in like, uh... I go in waves with alcohol. Like sometimes I want a glass of wine every night for a week. And then I sometimes I won't have alcohol for like a month. And I won't even notice. So, I mean, it just depends. I was never a big drinker ever. I mean, I have my favorite drinks, but I was not the bar going type, even though with the band we were at a bar or someplace similar almost every single weekend. So you'd give up alcohol. I'm not really... I'm not we really a caffeine guy either. either. I don't drink coffee in the morning. Um, and soda is not really the biggest of things either. I drink water every single day. I do drink day. a lot more water living here because he's like constantly drinking water. Yeah, I'm a Pepsi guy. I love Pepsi. I love mug root beer, even though mug root beer doesn't have caffeine. But um, I'm a Dr. Pepper girl. Yeah, I like, like those. I like Pepper. soda. I like it a lot. But. There was a time some years ago, I just stopped buying it and I just stopped buying it and I got a couple of uh, cups with straws that would make it, you know, very easy to drink water. And I completely switched. I completely switched. I drink water all day, every day with minor exceptions. Like I did, I do buy juice now. I like having juice in the morning. Like I bought some orange pineapple juice and it's what what kind of juice? Orange. Orange. Are you making fun of me? No, never. No, no. I don't know what you're talking about. So, and it's very good. Um, and I used to have like it, and I'm not a huge orange juice fan. I used to have a Pepsi with just meals. Like, I'd have one for lunch and I'd have one with dinner. And, excuse you, Dobby. And, uh... Dobby decided to whine for some reason. I don't know. Just in case the microphones don't pick it up. That's what we're talking about. She's weird. (laughs) She's very weird. She's a whiny So, yeah, I'm not really... Not a caffeine guy. Really not an alcohol guy. I'm drinking more alcohol now that you've lived here. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say you brought wine into this house and made me try it. Now I want wine all the time. Not my fault. No, I guess not. But it kind of is. Because I would have never tried this wine if you hadn't been here. Mm. And now I'm kind of like, no, oh, maybe I do like really, wine with dinner. With the wine that, that you really like, we tried at a restaurant and you would have tried it anyway. That's true. Ha! Not my well, fault. Well, no. I was there with you and that's why we got the wine. I usually would go to that restaurant and get soda. Whatever. (laughs) Your fault. (laughs) We're blaming you for bringing alcohol in here. Whatever. Not that it's a bad thing or anything like that, but 
like it's it's not an everyday thing for me so they'd both be really easy to just stop i basically have stopped caffeine and alcohol just recently came back into the picture on a more regular basis mm-hmm. so every now and then i like to get a long island iced tea mm, so good my favorite drink but you know i was never a beer guy was never too big on like the hard alcohols even though i prefer that stuff like a screwdriver or something but you know so for me either one whatever doesn't bother me either way awesome yep so there you have it our very first podcast very first company inc podcast we hope you enjoyed it we hope you continue to listen we will be putting these out weekly and um yeah thanks for listening we hope you had as much fun as we did thanks for listening yeah check us out at companyincpodcast.com and you can check out our individual businesses at cyber-serenity.com for jesse's video and audio editing services and you can check out my website at lmb.com for web development and learning to code for wordpress so we'll see you next time see ya